Mike and I are definitely not alone. Well, I mean, the witch is not... The witch is an asshole, but not in that sense. She's the fun kind of asshole. She's, yeah, so. she's, a nice, <laughs> she's like a polite asshole. Aw, you guys. <laughs> You're being too nice. She, she I goes, haven't been mean she enough goes, to you lately. She goes, fuck you both, and then feels bad for it. Right. <laughs> That's because neither of you do anything bad enough to make me mean it. Like, do you know what I mean? Well, that's fair. That's fair. We we definitely are on our best behavior around the witch. Um, in fear. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah just, just, hey. No, I mean. Um, you know what, Tom? Wow. After twenty six, <laughs> the truth comes out after twenty six mm-hmm. years. Wow. This friendship's built on a lie. Listen, I'm breaking no. my shit up. Listen, photo. when I was growing up, I didn't clean my room because my dad asked me in a nice, sweet tone. You know what I mean? <laughs> I cleaned my room because I knew and was afraid of what the next tone was going to be if he saw that my room wasn't clean. Right, and then, and at least in mine, and if the third time he had to tell me to clean my room, it was accompanied by the sound of a belt going through um, Wrangler yeah. belt loops coming right yeah, off. Yeah, the third time really doesn't <laughs> count. Because they don't wait for you to clean your room after the thing. No. Okay, we had different parenting styles. My dad never got involved, and my mom was like, you know what? You're just going to have to learn to be embarrassed when your friends come over and hang out in your den of inequity and shame. <laughs> and I was like, all right, let it be filthy. Yeah. And then my friends came over and were like, oh, my God, we've got to clean this trash pit so we can play in here. A couple times of that, you learn to keep it kind of clean. That's fair. That's fair. Wow. Let me tell you, I only had a four-day work week this week, and I felt like it was a fucking month. It was a slow but busy week. My week was draining. Um, Doing some adjusting, new supervisor, different style. Mmm... And then just every night I felt like this week I was running and doing shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Last night, last night was, I was like sitting on the couch. I was nice back in the corner, just put on a show. And then we got a message from our old co-host, Reggie, that she was in town. And I was like, ugh. I really am pretty comfortable. It's been a hell of a week. But Reggie's not in town very often, so Tom, come on, let's go have some beers. And at like one o'clock in the morning, 
I finally got to bed. Oh, that makes for a long, mm -hmm. long day. Mm -hmm. Even if you had fun, it makes for a long day. Yeah. Because I already took off my socializing face. You know what I mean? Yes. I had to, I had to put it back on. It was already hot and sweaty. It was. It... <laughs> he took the suit of Canadian kindness off, people. Yeah. Yeah. And when you put it back on, like when you have to put it back on, it's always mm -hmm. kind of crooked. Yeah. It's not the same energy. Yeah. I get you. I thought you were standing in the driveway fucking with your pants when I pulled yep. in. Yep, I was getting everything back lined up. <laughs> um, so anyway, so this... I mean, I, I don't really have a lot of stuff to bullshit about this week. I, you know, like I said earlier, I, I gotta give a shout out. Oh, yeah. Um, I was coming into town earlier. had just beeped at the Mike Has a Drink World Headquarters when my truck ran out of gas. So I... Pulled into an alleyway and kind of into this person's yard, but not really, you know, just off the side where people could get around me. And there was an elderly gentleman sitting on his porch. And he looked at me confused. I said, oh, I'm out of gas. Back in a few minutes. Oh, all right. No problem. So when I get back to my truck with the gas can, he was still sitting on his porch watching my truck. Finally noticed me, gave me a little smile and a wave, and went back inside. So, I mean, I mean, it made me feel good that this gentleman decided to take it upon himself to sit there and watch my truck to make sure nobody fucked with it while I was getting gas. Yeah, it was nice of him, because who knows, a tow truck could have drove by, or the, town, the uh, borough truck, and then they would have called the auto right. wreckers, and you would have got back and said, holy shit, my truck's going... If like, I swear I parked it here. I, I swear it was 42 feet above Mike's house. <laughs> um, so, this week, you know, well, I guess we need to back up. After the podcast ended on, ended last week, everybody's like, what are we talking about this week? And I said, you know, I don't know. I'll come up with something. Give me, give me some time. I'll come up with something. Well... I was, I was struggling. Not mad at that, are you? Not mad at that. I, I just gave a little baby sip, you yeah, know, so to watch that combat. Our, down, our first, I guess we need to do that. Our first drink tonight, very simple drink. It's the remains of uh, the orange vodka that we were using for the uh, orange crushes. Right. Just mix, mix with a little bit of Coke. Um, I figured that's a good one to start with before I before I dive into making our rum punches Ooh. for our next drinks. So Tom and I did have two beers before while we Mike played the worst. Mike and Tom played the, the before the witch even got here, we were like on the same game for 45 minutes yeah. trying to fucking end it. It was the worst day of pool of my life. Like, Mike and I could not buy a pocket. The only thing I all. can think of is it has to be my windows are open and it's humid. And the pool table <laughs> got stingy. I don't know. The pocket swelled shut or something. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing, Mike. I, I hate to tell you that, uh, buddy, but... I think it is. I st I'm still, sticking with it. I still see the intern shooting on it messed with the uh, mm -hmm. mojo of the table. That could be. If you agree with that, hit us up at 
MikeHasADrink at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook at MikeHasADrink. On Facebook. Or on TikTok at MikeHasADrink at TikTok. Yep. Like that right. covers all that, right? Shout out to our two, two main squeezes. Our two Patroni. Oh, Dare. Dare, who's, who's uh, on a weekend trip to the Inner Harbor. Now, where's that at? Baltimore. All right. When Dare travels, he travels bougie. Sent me a picture of his hotel room. Overlooks the Orioles baseball field with a porch that you can sit out on and just watch the game. Oh, no shit. Nice. <laughs> I was like, damn, dude. And he goes, yeah, we're not going to be home to watch it, but it's cool, though. I said, yeah, it's a nice picture. Um, he already, he was pretty excited because he checked into the hotel and found out they had bottomless mimosas all weekend. Ooh! He's like, I'm breaking this hotel. <laughs> I said, all right, good luck. Um, so, I w- anyways, I was struggling with the topic, like, you know... Where do we go? We've had some requests. Do we want to shift gears? You know, I don't know. What did we want to do? It's Mental Health Month. Men's Mental Health Awareness Month. Did we want to touch on that? And then I thought, well, we kind of we kind of touch on that at the end of every episode, you know. Right. Just check on your people. Which I kind of read an article about that. That kind of su- it doesn't surprise me, but at the same time does. Do you know? The number two reason men don't get, or the, the two biggest reasons men don't get mental health help is because they're still stigmatized into believing it makes them seem like mm-hmm. less of a man. And because their partners give them shit. Mm-hmm. So I have to say to whoever you're, if you're one of these men and your partner gives you shit, I, I'm so sorry you have a crappy partner because that's just not right. Everybody's mental health matters. Like, that broke my heart a little. Hey, it ain't easy being a guy. Sometimes. Definitely not. Um, I mean... There's definitely standards set by society. And we're still living by the old rules. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Shout out to all the younger guys out there that, that... Are fighting to break the norm. Yeah. Um... It's, it's a tough task. So, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. Tom Tom and the Witch are sending me a message. Hey, it's Monday. What are we doing? I don't know yet. Hey, it's Tuesday. Hey, it's Wednesday. Hey, it's Wednesday. You know, you're going to have to pick a topic. And I said, you know what? All right. This is Jane's episode. Hi, Jane. Hi, Jane. We miss you. <laughs> Send us an email at mikeisadrinkatgmail.com. So she she sent an email saying that some of her coworkers. Oh, I can't say what I want to. Okay, that's probably a good idea. Um, we're kinder, gentler now as of 10 minutes ago. I thought you were just the one on the kinder, gentler train. He, he's trying to lead by example. I'm trying to get you guys to join me on it. It's a nice, it's peaceful here. Listen, I like riding the crazy chaos train. I am an agent of chaos. You're not going to get me over there. 
Okay. Like I do, I do try to stay in color in the lines, sort of when I'm at your oh, house. I don't care about lines. Not me. I'm a fucking angel. I just say, find peace, man. Find peace. Good vibes only, like the sign says. Oh, speaking of that, okay. Um, I don't remember what I saw that reminded me of this. But some years ago when I was working at the steel mill, I was being trained in one position and two guys in the shop started arguing. I don't even remember what it was about. But the you know, the furnace operator, the guy who was training me, stands up, he's like, Hey, no no no. Nothing but positive vibes in my melt shop. So now I walked to him I, up to him. I said, that's right, brother. Positive vibes, positive flow. When I came in the next morning, he had painted it on the brick wall in the melt shop. Positive vibes, positive flow. And, I mean, at least, I, you know. Yeah, that's cool. Our shift was, uh, I don't know about the other two shifts, but our, our shift was not, no matter how slanted we were getting, we were still positive vibes, right, positive flow. You can't just say it. You gotta live it. Um, or what do they call that? You have to manifest it. Manifest destiny. You gotta manifest it. Why did my watch just buzz? Anywho, so Jane sends a short little email that says, "Hey, my coworkers were talking about these two people that I think you guys would find interesting. Sent me the names." And said, happy researching. And I went, okay, all right, let me pull these dudes up. Looked at them for a couple seconds and wrote back and said, oh, hell yeah, these two are interesting. We need to do them this week. So, uh, going a little bit out of our comfort zone because these are going to be our, well, we talked about the in Ireland and stuff, but. This is the first time we're going to venture into two areas where we probably are not going to be able to pronounce these words. All right. Our first guy. I want to, I want to get this guy out of the way because this guy fucking angers the shit out of me. The, the guy from Japan. Yeah. Okay, good. Although his final words are kind of entertaining. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, I'm just but saying. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy. I started. I read. I started reading about him and was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "What are we doing?" You son of a bitch. So this this particular villain was born on the twenty first of August, nineteen sixty two, until he took his last breath on June seventeenth, two thousand and eight. Japanese serial killer. They hung him. Yeah, he was hung. They don't mess around over there. No, but that, that like, surprises me. Like, that's an execution method still mm -hmm. employed places. Oh, heck yeah. Well, it's actually technically one of the most humane if it's done right. Yeah. Because it, if it's, it's not, quick. it is. If it's not, it's the most, well, second most brutal. I hope, I hope for, for this guy's sake it wasn't done right. But... God, no, they, they definitely put the knot on the right side of his neck instead of the yeah. left side. Yeah. Um... <laughs> This guy murdered four girls between the ages of four and seven. Uh, anybody want to try to guess on how you say this guy's name? Miziyaka Tatsumu. Tatsumu. 
Miziaka Tsumu. They do surnames first, first yeah. names. Yeah, first. yeah, but we don't get played over there, so we can do it American style. It's fine. Right. We still have not gotten a listener from for, from Japan, and you know they're not allowed to listen to us in China. So, but yeah, you but know I think what? Miziaki is easier to pronounce. So. That's true. We're gonna call him the Miz. <laughs> now, I can't in good consciousness do that because. As a former professional wrestling fan, as much as I hated the character of The Miz, uh, no, we can do I, I, I feel that's kind of unfair to him. Listen, if even you, though if he was a douche, start, if you got your start on the real world, <laughs> your nickname can be associated with a serial killer. Okay, <laughs> I'm staying out of that one. That's where everybody first met him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I remember the real world and road rules. Um. That was a good show. No, I hated it because you know what it did? Took away real music videos? Signified the downfall of MTV. I have a feeling that happened way before then. Well, I know, but there was at least still music videos. That's true. To a point. Yeah. Well, now you don't need them. You just YouTube it. (laughs) Uh, There's no... But there, there was nothing like... Tuning in at like eight o'clock. There was nothing like running home from school, running in the house to grab the remote, kick everybody out the way, and go watching the countdown. Get out of my way, little kid losers. Because my mom had the daycare, so I had to kick the children who were trying to watch like Hop on Pop out the way to watch. You know. Oh, that's fair. I I actually didn't have cable till I went to college. So I didn't have cable till I moved in with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because um, I was bougie like that. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. So the Miz gets convicted of uh, dismembering and then molesting these girls' corpses. Mm-hmm. He also engaged in cannibalism. And drinking their blo- drinking the blood from the hands. Yeah, from their hands. Yep. Oh, man. Well, do you know why he he um, focused on hands? Yeah, because his were fucked up. Do you know why his were fucked up? He was born that way. He was born prematurely, and when he came out... Yes, he was premature, but that's not what caused the wrist defect. Well, knowledge us. Well, I mean, it, it's later on because it's during the trial when it all uh, comes out. Oh, uh, you better hold it then. Um, but... Yeah, it, it can't bend up. Now, when they say that, I don't know. Do they mean, like, bend like this or like this? Or? I, from the pictures I saw, he couldn't go like this. But he also couldn't move his thumbs in the in-towards-your-body position. Right. And that's that's why he had such a fascination with yeah, that makes sense. the hands of his victims. Um, so, he preserves body parts and he taunts... This, he's got balls, dude. Oh, he's got balls. Taunts, taunts the families. Ooh. Yeah. By mailing them stuff. <clears throat> so, well, let's let's go back to when he's born. He's born in Tokyo. Eldest son of a wealthy family. Born premature, has a rare birth defect that causes his hand joints to be fused together. Preventing him from being able to bend his wrists upwards. The Mrs. family operates a regional newspaper company and were well known 
in the town. His grandfather and great-grandfather were on the town council. His parents were busy, and he mainly is raised by his grandfather, an intellectually, and an intellectually disabled man the family hired to be his nanny. <clears throat> but that thing is, he was exceptionally bright. Mm-hmm. Very exceptionally bright. Mm-hmm. It, up till high school, he was like in the top five of his school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he bright, real bright guy. Um, but which, of course, did not help with the bullying that he received from right. his hands to begin right. with. So you got to figure because there's late, nobody as ruthless as little kids. Well, right, but on top of it, it's late sixties in Japan. They're not, I would not consider the Japanese at this time to be very progressive. You have a child that has a birth defect. Mm-hmm. He goes to school. Like everybody said, kids are mean as hell. Goes to the pre- prestigious high school. Goes to college. Star student. And then all of a sudden his grades plummet. Would that bit of would have been about the time his grandfather died? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, did you know that uh, he actually put some of his grandfather's ashes into a cup of tea to be closer? No, I didn't know that. To his grandfather in death. See? Another reason I don't like the Miz. Creepy shit, dude. So... You know, he was originally supposed to go to college to become an English teacher. Yeah. But because he didn't have the grades, he ended up going and becoming a photography tech. Right. right. And he was apparently very talented at that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is also how he gets caught. Right. So mid-80s now, the Miz moves back into his parents' house. Shares a room with his older, with an older sister. <laughs> which is weird. Come on, yeah. tell me you guys don't think that's weird. Um, although his family was highly influential, he was uh, he had no desire to take over the newspaper. Right. Um, after he's arrested, he says that what he really wanted was he wanted people to listen to him about his problems, mm-hmm. but believed that his parents ignore were more worried about material than sentimental. And they wouldn't have heard him. He wouldn't. He would have been ignored. Oh yeah, he was apparently very neglected. Yeah. Except for by the grandfather, the grandfather, the grandfather and the um, yeah, the caregiver, nurse. They were called yeah. back in. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> you know, said during this period when he's starting to consider suicide, mm-hmm. feels like his grandfather's the only one that cared about him. His two younger sisters. Disowned him. And then, like we said, when his grandfather finally passes away, deepens his depression, makes him isolate even further. Like Tom said, in an attempt to retain something from his grandfather, he ate part of his ashes. I I don't just do one article. And one did say eight. One did say brood and tea, mm-hmm. and I went with the brood and tea because that just sounds seems, seems more, more plausible. Yeah. 
Yeah. <coughs> um. So, with his depression getting worse, he turns to um, anime. Mm-hmm. And, and manga porn. and yes, porn to to find solace, comfort, and friendship. Mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't find comfort in porn now? Yeah, man. Uh, there are people out there. So fucking weirdos. <laughs> hey, you don't judge, remember? Yeah. On that, I do. <laughs> so, anyways, a few weeks later. One of his sisters catches him watching her while she's in the shower. He attacked her when she told him to leave. When his mother learned of the incident, she demanded he spend more time working and less time with her vid- his videotapes. He attacked her, too. So I don't know at this point if he gets kicked out of the house. I think so, because he does get his own apartment. Mm-hmm. But he gets his own apartment that daddy pays for. Mm-hmm. Well. I mean, if your family's wealthy, yeah, he, they yeah. can do what they want. His dad probably owned it anyways. Possibly. Um, so let's get into this here. Let's talk about the Miz and his bad decisions. So, between August of 1988 and June of 1989... And this is probably one of those times where the cops actually had a chance to stop someone and did. Well, but that's that's a little bit later in the story. But, but here, the thing is, uh, at one point, I don't know if we're at it or not yet. But after he got done disposing the body, he comes back to his car with the bloody sheet. It's seen by two dudes who give a perfect description of him. Yep. But the wrong make and model of car. So, like, he wasn't considered a suspect until they finally figured, wait a minute. You know, that's a Corolla, not a... Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Crazy shit. So, August 22nd, one day after he turns 26. Mari Kono, age four. Vanishes while playing at her friend's house. The Miz led Kyoto black back to his black Nissan Langley. I don't even know what that is. Must be a Japanese version. Mm. Drove west out of Tokyo, parked the car into a bridge in a wooden area. There he sat alongside Kono for an hour and a half, or half an hour before he murders her, <coughs> then molests her corpse. Dumps her body in the hills near his house. Departs with her clothes. Allows the body to decompose. Returns. Removes her hands and feet. Which he keeps in his closet. Mm -hmm. The Miz then burns the remaining bones in his furnace. And grounds them into powder. Sent them... To her family in a box with several of her teeth, photos of her clothes, and a postcard that said, Mari, period, bones, 
period, cremated period, investigate period, prove period. In which they pissed them off. Because at first they said to the public that these probably really aren't her bones and teeth. And which made him get angry and send another package with proof that um, they definitely yeah, were. they were. Which is crazy. So <coughs> then he, you know, kind of gets out of the system for a little bit. October 3rd, The Miz abducts Masayami Yoshizawa. Yoshizawa. That was good. I, I actually felt like you were Japanese there. Well, that's because she watches a lot of Japanese anime porn. Oh. Drop the porn off the last end. I watch a lot of anime, okay? The anime, right. That anime tentacle porn, which, wank, wank. Um, we're going to get emails about this. I'm going to blame both. So, he's, he's, he's this girl's seven. Spots her <laughs> while driving along a rural road. Offers her a ride. She accepts. Here's my question. Like, I understand it's a different point in time. But where the fuck are their parents? Like, why aren't their parents? Because they're probably working in the rice field. You know what I mean? I, that's true. I, I mean, it, it's just, it's, it's weird to me that little kids are just running around. Like, a four-year-old was, walk, you know, mm-hmm. walking home when she got a nap. A seven-year-old, same. Yeah. Like, I don't, well, I don't know about the four-year-old, but I definitely could have been a seven-year-old getting nabbed. Once I hit seven, man, and, and see, I was on the streets. Maybe this is one of those things where it pays off that my mom was an extra spicy type of crazy, and she knew where I was at all times, who my friends were, if their parents were going to be there, and if their parents weren't, I thought it wasn't going. And she would call and check up and make sure their parents were there yeah. the whole fucking time. Like, all right, that's fair. That's fine. It's so just, you, it's just grew kinda... up, you grew up with a helicopter parent. Oof. Um, <laughs> yeah. Helicopter. So, officer... More like hovercraft. She yeah. was like... <laughs> 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 oh, boy. I mean, you're not wrong. Oof. Whew. So, he offers her a ride. She accepts. He drives to the same place he killed Kono. He kills Yashizawa... Engages in sexual acts with her corpse. Do we want to do finish off the orange? Because the witch still has a bunch left. Yeah, we'll do that. All right. I'm sorry, I'm slowing y'all down. I mean, you know, we're trying to get a vibe going here. Can't can't get enough orange crushes. Get hiccups and <laughs> nobody else can even think. Oh, well, that's why I was pacing myself. I didn't want the hiccups. You were pacing yourself in a full Olympic sprint, though. <laughs> well, no, she's really pacing herself now because she doesn't want hiccups. Yeah, I don't want the hiccups. Like, because um, don't make fun of me no, too no, no, much. No, 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 no. At the level of intoxication you were at, they're no longer hiccups. Them are drunk ups. I wasn't that drunk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. I wasn't that drunk. And I'm a virgin. All the emails that week said, oh my gosh, the witch was out. so drunk, she was hilarious. Hear me out. You guys got to get her more mm-hmm. drunk more often. 
Yeah, you little rats who write emails. Let me tell you, I've got a problem with all of you now. Uh, um, um, th- those emails are directed towards mikeasadrinkatgmail.com. Yes. Jane, I feel like we've been slacking on that, so one more time. Mikeasadrinkatgmail.com. Yeah, don't call our people rats. Hey, they're, they're trying to wrap me out. I really wasn't that drunk, and I don't need to be drunker. Like... Okay, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I fucking love it. He kills kills her, engages in sexual acts with her corpses. Her corpse takes her clothes with him when he leaves. Two months later, December twelfth, he abducts Erica Namba. Namba. I. I did the same thing. Namba. I skipped over all the victims. Yeah, I know you victims. were. That's all right. Because I knew you because were coming. Because you knew we yeah. get it, yeah. <laughs> so she's four. She's coming home from her friend's house. Forces her into his car. Drives to a parking lot in Nagori. Forces her to remove her clothes in the back seat. Starts taking pictures of her. Kills her. Tied her hands and feet behind her back. Covered her with a bed sheet. Placed her body in the car's trunk. Disposed of her clothes in a wooden area and left her body in a parking lot next door where it's discovered three days later. Which is where the two gentlemen saw him returning. that's where they saw him, yep. On December 20th, Namba's Namba's family receives a postcard sent by the Miz (coughs) with a message assembled using only words cut out of magazines. Erica, period. Cold, period. Cough, period. Throat, period. Rest, period. Death, period. Really cryptic. Like, like that would... Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would... That would that, as a parent, that would destroy you. As not a parent, it just enrages yeah. me. It makes me mm-hmm. want to, like, dig him up mm-hmm. and beat his corpse. <laughs> but although, as a parent... I, I am quite happy with how he got caught. Yeah. Because we'll get there. June 6, 1989. The Miz convinces Ayako Nomoto, five at the time, to allow him to take pictures of her. He leads Nomoto into his car <laughs> and murders her, covers her corpse with her bed sheet, places her in his trunk. Took his corpse into his apartment. <coughs> spent the next two days engaging in sexual acts with the corpse. Taking photos, video of the remains, staged in various positions. When Nomoto's corpse began to decompose, the Miz dismembers it, abandoning her torso in a cemetery, her head in the hills, keeps her hands, and drinks blood from them and then eats them. Fearing that the police would find Nomoto's body parts, he returned to the cemetery and the hills two weeks later and brings the remains back to his apartment and hides them in the closet with the hands and the feet from the first victim. I mean, you know. Where else are you going to put it? You know what? I can't even imagine. You know, the smell. That, that freezer, my, my deep freezer went bad. <laughs> And Shaggy's, all Shaggy's animal corpses started smelling out there. 
I'm telling you what, you cannot get the smell of death off of it. It's sti- well, it still it stinks like it. death on your porch. Yeah, it's let alone better. over by the freezer. No, oh, by the freezer, forget it. Yeah, yeah, probably owe my neighbor an apology, but it's been a year since he's been in this house. We got the freezer out. We had a, uh, I had to get a shovel, shovel all that out because it was like a slush at what? that point. Oh, it was bad. Shaggy's going. Oh my god. I'm like, just hold the fucking bag still as I'm bringing shovels. And, oh. I'm glad we didn't get asked to help mm-hmm. with that project. I don't know about you. Mm. No, I find out about when you did when he was done. Yeah. I forgot to mention the fact we couldn't eat for the rest of the night. No. Because everything, everything, everything we ate tasted like It was in your nose. Oh. Terrible. Oh, oh, it was bad. No. What the fuck? You just like sitting in there on the other side of the wall eavesdropping? Yeah, pretty much. You, you heard the witch say your hair was pretty, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can't. It's better now that you got a haircut. That is no longer my daughter. <laughs> oh. That's fair. <laughs> see, see, that's why he, he told me that's why he was growing it so long. Was it donated to Locks of Love for you? Then you got lost in the system. Yeah, and then they kicked me out. <laughs> um, but then I, yeah, so then I took the deep freezer and put it behind my neighbor's house because I knew the trash guy wasn't going to take it. No, but a scriper will. Yeah, regardless so gonna, of the smell. I, well, I know. So we'll push it down to the curb at some point, but oh my God. Definitely. It was bad. It was like bad. without even, like, we're just walking past it. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Uh, you just seen all the all the fucking maggots. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god, dude! Ma- what are you what saying? Mean? Maggots ain't nothing but crawling rice. It's all right. Yeah, it's extra oh, protein. Well, you put them with some. Get you, you put them with some broccoli. Hit them with a little teriyaki. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta first. Yep. You gotta melt your butter down. Yep. Oh yeah, a little garlic. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. and then if, once that garlic starts to brown, that's yep. when you throw them yep. in. Yeah. And then once they start popping, you throw That's your when broccoli you in. The broccoli and teriyaki because it, it, once they're popping, they're done. They're like little kernels of corn. They start popping and turn into little butterflies. Okay. Anywho. You're a little weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Here. I'm too sober for that. Cool. Okay, what's your name? If I had a nickel for every time I've said that in my fucking life, we'd be on our island right now. Or we don't mind. No, I'm too sober for this shit. I don't think that comes out of your mouth too much. Well, it does, but at like 11.30 in the morning. That's fair. fair. Yeah, when he rolls out of bed, something hurts. I'm too sober to deal with this. I'm sure of it. I can almost hear it, you know? Usually it's neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, like, why are you running a leaf blower at seven thirty in the morning on a fucking Saturday, Chris? Yeah, fuck you, Chris. Sorry, dickhead. Not that any of you know who Chris is, but Chris is a dick because he runs his fucking leaf blower at seven thirty in the morning on Saturdays. Yeah, you know who does that? People don't put their fucking shopping carts away. You know what? I posted it on the page. Shopping carts are the ultimate litmus test. Our old neighbor used to cut his grass at 7.15 every Sunday morning. And you and your hellions would be at my house until like 11 o'clock on a Saturday night. 
And I'd be like, oh my god, why are you 11 o'clock was an early night. Yes, I know. I was, I was you, mean, you, you didn't mean to say they were just getting there at 11? No, no, they were leaving at 11. Okay. Well, when I Because the kids went to bed. And like, when I had the kids, uh, I would leave by 11. Okay. But if I didn't have the kids... Three... Right, so the witch is going to get first crack at the punch. Punch your palate. Are, are we still on The Miz here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. July 23rd, 1989. The Miz sees two sisters playing in the park in Hot Choi. Manages to separate the younger of the sisters from the older one who stayed behind. Taking photographs of the younger daughter, whom he convinced to strip nude... And then was caught by their father, who attacks the Miz, whooped his ass, but was unable to restrain him. Right, whooped the shit out of him. He yep. was able to get up and run, because you know, I'm assuming with, um, being a father myself and and trying to use that logic uh, uh, with the article, guarantee once he, you know. Gave us dude a little bit of a beating. And then his, his focus shifted. Focus shifted right to his kid. You're damn right. Yeah. Yeah, which only makes sense. Right. Oh, uh, but yeah, whooped yeah. the fuck out of him. But dad did the smart thing. He called the cops. Yeah. Flees on foot. Eventually, the Miz gets back to his realizes shit. I need to. I'd better go get <coughs> my car. And thank God for two things here, right? One, Dad called the cops. And two, the cops stuck around. Right. Because as soon as he approached the car and opened it to get inside... They swarmed him. Boom. Yep. He's done. Um, wow, cat. So then, this is what I showed the witch and what I was hinting towards um, with his birth defect. Mm-hmm. It came out in the trial that his mother was not his mother. Okay. He is a result of an incestuous relationship between his father and his older sister. Oh, wow. So then, of course, the defense tried to bring that up, and the the prosecution was basically like, okay, Everybody just found out right now. So how can you claim that as a reason if you didn't know? Yeah. That explains why dad offs himself during the trial. Yep. And then his dad... Yeah. Um, So then, you know, go to trial. What? Three appeals. Yeah. It it took forever. Well, yeah, because he kept appealing. Which so, March thirtieth trial. Now listen, no, Texas has a bad name. Texas has a bad name. Let me interrupt real quick. Texas has a bad name, but damn it, that's one good thing they do. If more than two people see you murder somebody, you lose all right to appeals. Because. But in Japan, you have to prove that you're mentally sound in order to be tried. So they had to go through all these doctors right. and whatnot to prove that he was mentally capable to stand trial. Right. Mm-hmm. And they had three different teams of doctors with three uh, different, different opinions, opinions right. that they had to present to the court. Yeah. And after all of that, the court finally said, okay, so he is a little off, but he is capable of knowing right from wrong. Right. So like, we're just fucking doing this. We're f- yeah, we're going for so, it. So, yeah, he blamed his actions on Rat, rat Man, an alter ego, that he claimed forced him to kill. Mm-hmm. Spent time during the trial drawing Rat Man in cartoon forms. 
His dad refused to pay for the trial, refused to pay his attorney fees, and then commits suicide in 94. Wouldn't even visit him. But so, yeah, But the evidence was kind of overwhelming. Yeah. Because like, they had 5,763 videotapes mm-hmm. of, of anime and slasher fix, flicks that he mixed with vo- videos and photographs of his victims. Mm-hmm. Like he'd splice them into scenes. Yeah. And the actual Listen, if you can do like, that, if you can do that, then you can just fucking stand trial. Like there's right, if no you're smart enough to do that. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, Well that's takes, not fair because they're uh, what what Well there are there are some savants, but this dude <clears throat> wasn't a savant. No, he was not a savant. He was just a fucking genius. Yeah. So seven year <clears throat> trial. The big focus, like like everybody has said, has been the mental state. One team says he has a cognitive disability. Another team said he had schizophrenia. A third team said he has the multiple personality disorder. But he was still capable of taking responsibility for his actions. So that's what they attached to. Basically, um, because... I know this, dealing with a lot with the mental health system with my ex-stepson. Um, that's an asterisk. That statement, and at least Ms.'s report, mm-hmm. is an asterisk. Yeah. Because... Yeah, I forget what I was saying. I don't know. But, there's weird noises going on, too. But... Um, so, sentence to death, April 14th of 97, appeals it. The uh, court above it, the high court, June 28th, 2001. And then it goes to their Supreme Court, January 17th, 06. They all upheld, uphold the... They all said, yeah. no. No. There's no way you're going to get any kind of any kind of grace here. Um. He said that the murders were an act of benevolence. Um, other other killers in the future would say that they're the next Tosamoy Mizuaki or Memoria Memora Tacoma. Um, Toyota Tacoma. What? <laughs> no. And, and the Miz said. I won't allow him to call himself the second Tsumi Mizaki when he hasn't even gone undergone a psych eval. <laughs> um, so why you hit us with his last words? Right before he was hanged, <laughs> um, he shouted. He didn't just say, he shouted. I'm going to get you, Batman. I swear. If it's the last thing I ever do. <laughs> Wow. Quoting the Joker as you go. Look, he caused... Well, in all fairness, the Joker is one of... Possibly one of the most fucked up villains out there. Yeah. Especially if you've read The Killing Joke. Which, um, the Joker goes around killing everybody close to Batman to see how much Batman can take before he snaps and kills back. Yeah. And uh, he comes up with some pretty creative ways to kill people in that. Uh, yeah. The Joker does. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the result of, though, of this 
with them tying him to anime and everything like that leads leads Japan in general to really they kind of have a moral crisis yeah based on the anime that's when all the pixelation started you know what I'm talking about you both know what I'm talking about Anyhow, what was Japan famous for pixelating for years? Tetris. Pern. Oh. Pussy. Wieners and vaginas. Oh. Hey, is it a great time? It is. I was just going to say that. This would be, now that we're done with one depressing sicko, <laughs> before we move on to our next depressing sicko. Let's just get this idiot sicko's jokes. That's right. Let's just get the guy that's one <coughs> step away from being a topic on the podcast. <laughs> Hey, Mike, I like my women like I like my books. Mm. Unread? Thick and bound in leather. Oh, good. <laughs> That's not bad, Tom. That's not bad. I mean, he's told worse jokes. <clears throat> definitely has. That definitely... Speaking of worse jokes, here it comes. Uh, well, hold on. I want to tell my bad joke. Oh, all right. <clears throat> um... The IT guy, or not the IT guy, Shaggy came in the other day. He mm. was looking depressed. And I said, dude, what's wrong? And he goes, man, I went to the store to buy some camo pants. I couldn't find any. I love it. Oh, no. Hey, witch. Yeah? <coughs> I took the shell off my racing snail to make him more aerodynamic. Didn't work. Now he's just sluggish. Oh. <laughs> okay, I like it. That was good. Tom, you're doing well, that man. Was good. Like, I'm only groaning because I'm now picturing this in my head. <laughs> Actually, when, I'm not going to lie. When I first read that, I thought of the movie Turbo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fair. So, I was, I was at Aldi's. Um... <laughs> The other day, which with the IT guy, mm-hmm. and a girl came up to me and said she recognized me uh, from her vegetarian restaurant. Nah. Uh-huh. And I kind of looked at the IT guy, and he looked at me confused. <coughs> and I was like, "I never met her before." Her before, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, that's the problem with me trying to do dad jokes because you know them all. I, I do. Hey, Rich. Yeah, Tom. Your mama's so nasty. She got more clap than an auditorium. <laughs> oh. 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 I'm glad I didn't use that one today. I saw that one. Did you? <laughs> um, Tom. Yeah, Mike. Your mama's like a bat. Uh huh. She sleeps during the day, but sucks all night. night. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mike. Mm-hmm. Your mama's so dirty. Her perfume is bug spray. Oh, that's a good one, dude. I I, I actually think that you might have hit me with this one already. I'm not sure. But uh, Tom, your mama's so dirty. She's like a hockey player. Oh. Only showers after every third period. I did that one a little while ago. Well. <laughs> Hey, witch. Yeah. 
Yo mama so ugly. Mm-hmm. She gave Freddy Krueger nightmares. Oh, that's a good one, too. Oh, there's a good one. The man is on fire. But you know what, Tom? Oh, do you need it? Do you need some? <laughs> Your mama's so ugly. Even the trash man won't pick her up. My mom's not from Jersey. It's okay. <laughs> Jersey turnpike, baby. But always remember, Jersey girls aren't trash. Trash gets picked up at least once a week. <laughs> Jersey girls? No, no, no. I'm looking at you for confirmation because you grew up close to Jersey. <laughs> I definitely spent my summers in Jersey. Damn. Hey, witch. Yes, Tom. Your mama's so ugly. When her house got robbed, the burglar gave her his mask. <laughs> Good lord, people. Listen, listen. Mark this down on your fucking calendars. Tom came to play today. He did. Like, I'm gonna, he did Tom, bring the heat. Tom, you're about to hear something that you've never heard after your jokes. The woman orgasming? Oh. Oh, after my jokes. Not, yeah, not, not at all. Not at all. Okay, okay. You misunderstand. You know, Mike? There's more. Oh, there's more. Man, we almost made it the whole week with you leaving my mom out of this. That's why he's been attacking my mom the whole Mike, time. Clearly. Your mom is so dumb, she went to the dentist to get Bluetooth. Why didn't you just quit like you while you were ahead, dude? You should have quit while you were ahead. Now you're coming at my mama. Mike, your mama You're coming back again? Your mama's teeth so yellow, when she smiles, traffic slows down. <laughs> oh! Dang, LeBron! Oh! Tom's mama, or Mike's mama, gonna need some ointment for that shit. Mike's mom is gonna stick her foot so far up Tom's. No, ass. Tom is gonna need ointment for. <laughs> mm. Well, no, because I got one. I told you I got a positive one at the end. Yeah, it's too late after you hit my mom with that one. <laughs> Which? Your mama's so fat, she left in high heels and returned with flats. <laughs> I've seen bitches do that. Ah, okay. I cannot confirm nor deny because I've never seen it. But hey, Mike. Oh, man, again? This is the nice one. Yep. You know, your mama's so hot, she's banned from national forests for fear of starting forest fires. Too late, dude. <laughs> You already called her a fucking traffic light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Mama D. Too late. Too late. You ain't coming back from that. <coughs> I can't wait. I can't wait till she comes out here to visit. You're like, oh, hold on. Let me call Tom. Can you call me too, just so I can watch this ass whooping? That will not be pretty. I'm just going to sit in my car to watch it, though, because I threw some of your mama yeah. jokes to your way. We will, we will find out nice if you're going to be a wooden spoon survivor. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Well, I am from the American perspective. I've never gotten a Canadian wooden spoon. Yeah, they're a lot different. They don't break. They're made out of maple. Mm -hmm. They come in like, you can buy them like official MLB style. <laughs> like... 
major league grading on them. So I'm going to make sure she brings her good one up that has the dot on it. <laughs> that she could fucking sit in the Little League field and hit home runs with. <laughs> now you're just trying to turn me on, Mike. I mean, I got to get you to come over for that beating somehow. <laughs> um, oh, oh, shit. Oh, good lord. Good lord. If this is your first episode, welcome to the shit show. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. We give you a little bit of information about our topics, and the other hour and 12 minutes, we're off task. So. Hey, no, we, we did pretty good. Yeah, we're so going, far. We're, we're, we're buckling down tonight. This might be, this. we're turning a corner. This might be the week we've become professionals. You know why? Because we weren't drunk before we started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm dying. Which is a bad habit of Mike and Tom almost yeah, every week. I, mean, I can't argue that, dude. We've definitely finished what we were supposed to drink on the podcast before the podcast started. Yeah. And had to um, run to the liquor store for seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Or find what else was buried in yeah. the bottom of the All liquor what, cabinet that the interns of, didn't want to steal. What, yeah, what kind of shit did Shaggy not finish? <laughs> um, so let's move on to our next guy. Ahmad. Ahmad Suraji. Suraji. Sure. Sure. Yeah. He's also known as Nasib Kwang and Datuk Margajulagidi. Also known as the Sorcerer or the Black Magic Killer. Yes. So. Which made me interested because. Yeah. This, Yeah. This guy's fucking insane. Like how... I get it. I get that the U.S. is a very me-centric society. Right. But this this fucking guy killed a lot of people. A lot of and women. Like, yeah, all women, almost. All women. All, all women. women. Yep. All women. 42 of them. Buried them behind his fucking house. Twice. Twice. And no one... I'd never heard of this guy. He uh he buried them twice. First he would bury them up to their waist, claiming it was part of the ritual. Cause he jumped a little head a little bit, mm-hmm. but he was a shaman. Yeah. Um. So actually, he didn't have to hunt. Yeah. No, they came to him. Right. Crazy. So we're gonna for this episode we're gonna call him Ahmed Ahmad. Ahmad? Yeah. Or we could call him the top what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> Ahmad comes off the tongue a little easier. Yeah. So, 42 girls and women between 1986 and 1997. Right. Between the ages of 11 and 30 were strangled after what Tom said, being buried in the ground up to their waists as part of a ritual. He buried his victims in a sugarcane plantation near his After home. he killed them. Yes. After they were dead. Yes. This is the second burial part. Yeah. With their heads facing his house. Heads as out. It, yes. As it up provided to more power mm-hmm. when they watched him. Yeah. So. Lady agrees. Yeah, lady. They're pretty good, actually. So. Right? 59 minutes before she made a noise. So he lives in Medine. Which is in, I forget what country. The Indonesia. Philippines, Indonesia. He was born in North Sumatra. 
Ooh. Put the net. January 10th, night. The one article I read is had his nationality down as American, and I don't know how the fuck they came up with that. Yeah, that's a little weird. Um, North Sumatra, is that where they invented the Murder, murder, murder.com. Fix your shit. North Sumatra, home of the Kama Sutra. I don't know. Son of a bitch. Someone fact check that. And let us know. How's, you know what? Hey, let's know it. How's that second drink, by the way? Could be a little stronger. Okay, well, that's fair. I get it. I get it. I've, I've been trying to be more aware as I get drunker to use less love. Yeah, no. I've been accused no. of using no, no. too much love. Well, yeah, only by the witch. But that's okay. See, because Tom loves the Canadian love you, you wait. I'm not supposed to tell anybody about that, right? No. Like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What happens off air is off air. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> He worked as a cattle breeder huh? and a duckin, which is which is a shaman. Because uh, his father was a shaman and mm-hmm. sorcerer. Right. His 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 clientele were often women seeking guidance on how to find good fortune and maintain their beauty. Or with marital trouble, troubles on for him to do one of his rituals to stop their husbands from cheating on them. Right. But if you back up to when he's younger, so he runs away from home at 19 because he doesn't like being a cattle breeder. And he gets busted. And he spends 10 years in jail. For uh, petty theft. Well, well actually, aggravated theft. It for started things. at petty and then... For several yeah. things. So, for petty theft, livestock theft, vandalism... No, livestock was a second arrest. And robbery. Well, they say 10 years. The article I read kind of lumped it all together. So well, I don't no. know if he was in and out, in and out, in no, and no, out no. over 10 he years. He was in for 10 years on his first conviction. Two years after he got out, he got arrested again for okay. cattle wrestling. Okay. See, the Derek Well, what we call cattle wrestling. But no, it was, it was two separate times. Like, he served 10 years for aggravated theft or aggravated whatever. Mm-hmm. And then two years after he his release date... Almost to the day, I think it was less than half a month away from two years from his release date, it gets busted for cattle theft. But it was right after he got back out that he received a dream from his deceased father. 86. And the dream, his father visited him and told him to acquire more power to become a better mystic healer. And in order to do this, he would need the saliva of 70 women. Right. <laughs> now, I, I read several articles that conflicted on, some said 70 dead women, some said 70 alive women. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. The magic number was 70 women. 70 and, women and, had to donate saliva to this man. And he, he decided amongst himself that it's easier to get saliva from a dead woman. It'd be easier to kill him and take it. Right. Than to ask for it because he might spook his customers if he asked for saliva as part of payment. But do you know what he was charging these girls? A lot. Four to seven hundred dollars depending on the service at that point in time. Like if you do the exchange rate. Well, well it, it is Indonesia so it would still want to be like five bucks American at like that point in time. Cents. <laughs> he was making 12 cents a session. 
mean, like... I was pretty excited there. I was about to become a shaman until you reminded me of the Indonesian exchange rate. <laughs> actually, their currency is probably actually stronger than ours at this point. I, I but, no I mean, if you, if you took that money then and rolled it up into money now, like, mm-hmm. what's, right. the, what's they, the difference in rate? Probably a lot. Over a K. I, I would imagine it would be over a K in today's money. Easily. Yeah, the one article I read said somewhere around... Um, almost two grand but it was kind of a sketchy article so i wasn't taking it at like accurate completely accurate value hey listen listen i'm just gonna put it out there you need advice you need you need you know schedule a session we'll talk about how you can maintain your beauty you may or may not end up in the the sugarcane field behind my house um, hey, don't be putting in on my clientele. This is what I feel like. I read cards and I'll help you figure your shit out. I, you know what? I just came out with the fucking... I just, it just hit me. <laughs> it just hit me. Oh, the greatest okay, idea, which... Okay, I'm in. What are we you doing? meet with your clientele. They tell you what their husbands are doing wrong. And then we'll bury their husbands in the sugarcane field behind my house. And then, and then we'll dress Mike up to be the husband... But only for a night or two, so my no. you know get the. No, one that's too. bad karma, dude. That's that bad, bad karma. But hear me. Well, no, 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 because no. giving someone a fantastic orgasm is awesome karma, regardless of how you get there. Guys, guys, wait, wait. I'm gonna take both your ideas and mix it into something slightly better. What if I meet with the wives, find out all the shit their husbands are doing wrong, and then you meet with the husbands and pass my intel along as infinite wisdom? Then we make money off of both of them. Mic drop. Then we're in double the money. Why are you dropping Mike? <laughs> no, no, not that kind of. Yeah, that's messed up. I drop you under like a soft pillow. Oh, a soft, pillow a bed. soft, fluffy, oh, oh, soft, soft, fluffy pillow. Now you're yes. getting. Mike, I like you. You know it. I know. So, anyways, I don't have a lot of information on the individual murders. So they t- the article I read talked about his very first victim, and his. Very last. Um, right. So, but after this dream, he decides it would take way too long to encounter 70 women who would die of natural causes. So he decides to speed the process up through killing them. Because <laughs> murder is the way to go, right? I mean, I, I mean, hear me out. If you don't work in a funeral home, he may have been onto something. Um, so he decides to speed up the process because he's already got a steady stream of women who visit him for spiritual advice, things that can improve their beauty or wealth, or, or to cast a spell on their spouses to keep them from having an affair, or like uh, Tom said from uh, the Mike Has a Drink World Urinal, Prostitutes. Hoping to attract more male clientele. Yeah. He would take he would take each victim to the nearby field, bury them up to their waist, claiming nope. it's part of the ritual. He would make them bury themselves. He would make them dig their own holes, yeah. claiming it was part of the ritual. Yeah. Yep. Um, Which and then he strangled them until they were dead, drank the cord. Their, and drank their saliva. <laughs> After he'd stripped the clothes from the bodies to accelerate decomp and bury them completely with their heads pointing towards the house. Um, 
And when he finally gets caught, he said, my, you know, my father didn't specifically tell me to kill people. So I was thinking it would take ages if I had to wait to get 70 women. So I was just trying to get there as fast as possible. I took my own initiative to kill. Uh, Do you know he was married to three women at the time? Mm-hmm. They were sisters. They were sisters. You're right. And uh, the one, uh, yeah, well, they, get, they get put on trial. Well, all three of them get put on yeah. trial. But as it comes out, excuse me, Tamini, I I think that's how you pronounce it, mm-hmm. um, was aware. She was yes. the only one. And she helped. Yeah. Yep. And so she actually got a death sentence, mm-hmm. which was then later uh, reduced to life without that surprises me. That's probably only because she was a woman. Um, on the 24th of April, 1997, 20-year-old Sri Kamala Dewey asked a 15-year-old rickshaw puller named Andreas to take her to Detuck. She informed him to keep it a secret and never requested to be picked up. Three days later, Dewey's naked and decomposing body was found in a sugarcane field by a man and was later dug up by a group of people who called the police. Yeah, the neighbor's farmhand got confused on the property line. Yep. Forced <coughs> to the police um, that he dropped them off at, at uh, uh, Ahmed's house three days earlier. So when the police go to visit Ahmed to question him about it, he denies it at first, but then the police find her handbag, dress, and bracelet in the house. So he gets arrested on April 30th, and during the interrogation, Ahmed eventually confessed to her murder, but revealed that he'd killed up to 41 more mm-hmm. in the field. An excavation had to be carried out in the sugarcane field where the body had been found. Throughout the process, a total of 42 bodies. It's going to sound really, really disgusting and terrible. But goddamn, could you imagine them sugarcane plants with that fertilizer? Uh, the farmer probably thought he was onto something. Right? Probably. Yeah. I mean, he was probably in magazines for having the fucking most beautiful sugarcane field. Right. I mean, what are you doing that they're three times the size? I don't must be something in the soil. <laughs> mm-hmm. I must just have good sunlight here. Um, Jesus. <laughs> um, he didn't realize I switched his cup when he went to oh, the Oh, I wasn't room. even going to tell him which. <laughs> I was. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I, mean, for sure. I was rolling with it. Like, goddamn, Tom, how'd you drink that so fast? Well, fuck you then, winch. Hold on. Alright, well, I'm not making no witch enough because she wastes. Um, pouring down Tom's throat is not wasting, Mike. Dude, there was like literally half a sip left. I switched him the empty cup for the full cup, which I was <laughs> drinking. His cup was full. It was only half full. No, no, it was fuller than that. I drank most of it while you were in the bathroom. Was it? Yeah. That's not how I remember it. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make an official comment. Because 2023. That's right, because it's still fucking, it's only June, and I got six months to survive. 
<coughs> Make her help me. I think I'm out of ice, though. Well, good thing we got more in the ice dispenser. Hold on, I might be able to dig into my major, my stein here and pull out. Oh, I, I, I got another joke about okay. a stein. I'm pretty sure I've told you this one before, Mike, but I think it was off air. Okay. So my Uncle Frank, when he died, he wanted cremated. Then he, want his, he wanted his ashes put in a stein. The son of a bitch wanted to be Frankenstein. <laughs> you know what? Should have quit while you're ahead. <laughs> you go to the well one too many times. Tom. You know? You know, you should have yeah. quit while you were ahead. That's all right. That's the same, same. <laughs> oh, same story with my love life. Uh, yeah. All right. So, the, so they dug up all the bodies. Yep. Uh -huh. And there were so many that the cops actually sent out... Um, <coughs> Kind of a notice asking people yeah. to report if they had any female relatives missing in the area. Over eighty families reported women women missing, like so, eighty girls. Mm -hmm. Cops had forty two bodies. Yeah, he did not claim any of those. Okay, so stealing your drinking chugging it may have been a bad idea. Yeah, well, yeah, well, um, it'd be alright. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like grabbing Mad Dog from somebody. And saying, oh. fuck it. We're going to do that one episode. Hey, you know how I knew I personally was going to survive the pandemic of 2020? Because I already survived Mad Dog 2020 yeah. once before in my life. Listen, so it was... Listen, <laughs> I, survived, I survived oh. playing beer, beer pong in my fraternity house. Oh! In the basement when that ball you'd miss and it'd go on the fucking floor. You just picked it up and oh. fucking threw it. Right. So, I'm good. Do you know what Mad Dog takes me back to? Christmas with Winnie. Oh, because that woman would get lit on Mad Dog, and she didn't care if you drank or not. You would fucking drink the Mad Dog with her. Jeez. You're drinking one goddamn drink with me tonight. I don't give a fuck. fuck. Yes. yes, Gammy. Yes, I miss. I miss that. I miss that woman. She was something else. It, it was. It, it was really hard last time I saw her because she was very close and to the end and bedridden and. I I feel. I get, but I gave her a hug, and I did. I said, I said, whispered in her ear. I said, Gammy, what the hell are you still fighting for? Take the peace. Next morning, wild man's texting me, hey, Grammy's gone. Well, as shitty as it was, she's in a better place. She, she is. So... Before, before we get too distracted, let's wrap up Ahmed. Oh. Um, trial begins on December 11th of 97. There's a 363-page charge sheet against him. All of a sudden, now he's maintaining his innocence. Woo! Mike definitely poured that one with love. You're the one bitch. Woo! You did... <laughs> listeners, did no, he no, or yeah. did he not bitch that he was not getting enough love? I did. I did. Well, then stop bitching. I'm not bitching. Yes, you are. No, I'm congratulating you on the correct amount of love. 
All right, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to learn to take a compliment. That was right? my fault. I feel like I've invaded a personal moment. Do you guys need me to leave the room? Who uh, the fuck's going to hold the video camera if you yeah. leave the room? Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. <coughs> um, Remember, I get my cut. It's 10% off the top. Now, that's secretly why we have a third. That's why we started having a third was to hold the video camera. You lost me there for a minute. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I don't even have a second. <laughs> Tom's been fucking holding out on this side of third. Oh, shit, no. Good lord. One, one is expensive enough. I mean, depends on what you do with it. Yeah, that's fair. So, all of a sudden, he's innocent. Three wives, all sisters, like we said, arrested for assisting in the murders and helping to hide the bodies. One of his wives, Tumini... Like, like we, uh, I'm not sure who said that one. That was Tom. Mm-hmm. Good job, Tom Fact. What gets, gets the death penalty as well. Later it turns to life in prison. But they tried to say that they, did, they never confessed. They were tortured by the police. And I'm not sure I... I, I argue seen, with that. Yeah. I've seen movies about well, those places. I mean... <laughs> I still think he did this. Oh, obviously. Yeah. But there's... But there's no doubt in my mind they didn't beat the fucking ever-living shit out of him. Oh, you're fucking right. Um, so, April 27th of 1998, a three-judge panel in the Lubach Pockham. I don't know if that's just a town or that's what they call the court. Yes. Thank you. He was sentenced to death by firing squad. There were cheers from a large crowd in the courtroom as the verdict was read out. More than 100 people had packed into the small courtroom to follow the proceedings. And then they had televisions set up outside the courtroom mm-hmm. for everybody also to be able to see it. So on July Which, 10th of 2008... Can I interrupt you real quick? Go ahead. Um, there is actually a study and a Netflix special... On, like, um, the dark side of police tactics to get... And it's other police officers from departments that this happened at talking about it. Oh, wow. Um, I can't imagine they're popular. Hopefully they're all retired. Well, and that's the thing is, um, it, that when I, start, when I saw the preview for that, it reminded me of, I don't know, one cop show my mom was watching... When I was a kid, the investigator goes in and starts screaming, dude, you did it, you killed her, didn't you? You shot her, didn't you? And the dude finally breaks down. He's like, I couldn't stand her anymore. I put my gun to her head and pulled the trigger. Yeah. And the investigator comes out and he goes, the victim was stabbed. This isn't our guy. Yeah. But it's the same concept of that they have tactics to break you down to make you to believe, make you, believe you, you did, did something yeah. that you didn't do. Yeah, that's fair. They definitely try. So. <sighs> specifically in America. I mean. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I got some stories, but I, I don't know that I'm going to share them. But July 10th of 08. No, we all got stories about that. We can't share yeah. on there. He was. Well, he maybe was not sent- the witch, but. Yeah. He, got, he finally was executed July 10th of 2008. So. 2008 was a, was a big year, apparently, for. Uh, Scumbags? Yeah. Cleaning up prison space. 
his last request was to see his wife, the one that uh got the life without. Yeah. And it was granted. Yes. Well, I sure hope they didn't give him a cigarette to smoke before he got shot. They usually do, though. See, I know, but see, that's just it. They need me on these lines. Cut the smoke? No. But, uh, but with that logic, would you give them the last meal? No. Here's my logic. I would, because if I was in that situation, I would want it. Okay, that's fine. You know what I mean? That's fine. And I can't rightfully deny somebody the exact same thing that I would want. You know what I mean? Do you nope. know part of why they give the last meal and last rites and all of those things? No, what's it? Not only so you can make your peace with your maker, but just on the off chance they were wrong about you. It drags it out. There's a chance that, yes. That somebody... phone, that red phone will ring in the execution chamber. Listen, mm -hmm. I just found 42 heads, 42 bodies looking at your house. Yeah. You ain't getting a cigarette. You're not getting a last meal. You're not getting a final conjugal visit from your wife. Now, wait a minute, though. If you were in that situation, just, just a hypothetical. Oh, no, I get it. I would want that, no. too. No, but no, but... Should I get that? No. Oh, probably I'm a fucking scumbag. No, but if you... What would you want at your last meal? Whew. Fat-ass ribeye with sweet potato mash and asparagus. Oh, see, mine... That's would, what I'm at. Mine would, mine would, <laughs> mine would start with a, a, a real deal Philly cheesesteak. Oh, fuck it. No, not from a restaurant. No, in Philly, no. From a street cart yes. on a corner in Philly. Yeah, that's that's where you find the real, real shit. Deal. Um, <laughs> and then I would want, because I ever since I moved out here, I haven't been able to find it, but a real fucking New York pizza. The real thin. Oh, the, that you have to uh, fold in yeah. half to take a yeah, bite out of. That oh, would, yeah. That, that would do me in. Um, what about you, Witch? I would want some of my mom's homemade ham loaf. Um, Do you know what? I, I can. I can attest. The woman's ham loaf was pretty dope. Uh -huh. <laughs> I thought she was going to say my mom's spaghetti. <laughs> no. No, there's no vomit on her sweater already. Oh, my bad. She's not even wearing a sweater, but, you know. No, I left it at home. Last week was too hot. Oh, but, you know, I'd want ham loaf and probably I'd want a drink, like a really good drink. And they went, um, so I, you're saying they would, you wouldn't call me in the mix it? Oh, no, I definitely <laughs> would call you. I'd be like, listen, my buddy Mike. And, and here's the thing is a majority of these places will give you, you know, because I used to watch Lock Up and Lock mm -hmm. Up Raw and MSNBC every week at night because... What the fuck else are you going to do when you're laying there drunk as shit at 4.30 in the morning? Not much. And they will. You know, and I've even seen one place and, and they left names of both the inmate and the guard who did it out. But another higher up guard was talking about, 
At one point, we even had somebody bring in a joint for a prisoner's last meal. Ooh. Of course, that was in Colorado where right, shit well, was legal. But he- hear me out. <coughs> if it doesn't actually have to be food. Well, no, to accompany with the last meal. Okay, then to accompany my last meal, listen, my first girlfriend needs to be there. I don't care what she's doing these days. That's what the witch wants to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ladies, ladies, if you would like to hear more about the witch eating, uh, hit attention witch at... Mike is drinking gmail.com. Oh, my God. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to wake up. I do not. I'm telling you, I don't want to wake up to Daddy Mike. Please ask the witch to tell us more about what she's eating. No. (laughs) Listen, I'm telling y'all right now, it's not gonna happen. I'm not divulging any of those secrets. A because she'd come back and kill me, and B, I'm not putting Mike through that. He probably has. (laughs) He's on a. He's on the clean slate. I'm not taking him down the wrong path. Is he though? I mean, he hangs out with the two of us, allegedly, so it's kind of a gray area anyways. Allegedly. I mean, you're not wrong. I just, I keep my poor decisions private at this point. Whoops. Never mind. Not so much. Let's move on. Um. That's all I got, man. Be nice to yeah, each other, man. We, listen, we, we really do. The people... That tune in every week, the people that just pop in here and there. And we, we love hearing from, with the fucking emails. Yeah. We love them. Yeah. Uh, I start getting a little worried. Like, if we're hitting Sunday night and, like, we haven't heard from, like, the usual, our yeah. core, <laughs> I get a little worried. Like, oh my you God. Mean, I, Jane. I hope they're up Well, yet. Jane in trouble and Dixie and mm, Foxy. Foxy and. Um, and there's others. Uh, but there are four. The one gentleman. Yeah. He was. He's only. He only messaged, emailed once, but that was yeah. a very powerful yeah. email that stuck yeah. with me. I mean, we appreciate it. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for taking time. Um, we're we're every week we try to learn from our learn our craft. We're getting there. We're approaching. We're approaching two thousand over two thousand downloads now Woo! on. Uh, <clears throat> on Podbean, we're we're way over that. If you count, if the numbers would have come over from iHeart and Spotify and all yeah. that, oh shit! Um, so we're getting there. We're, we're we try to keep it light, even when we're talking about some of this stuff. Because um, we have well, let's let's not sugarcoat it. We have covered some fucked up things. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I mean, that's all I have, man. We're just we, we do. I know I don't. I don't do a great job, and I I know I may not be the person that should be in charge of the email because I do not do a great job of responding. Um, but I read them all and I forward them to everybody. And we talk about them every except week. for one. Except for one, <laughs> I did not send one because because the person that it was about was in a dark place at that time and. Didn't need to hear it. <laughs> and then I forgot about it. Well, I know. Honest. But. You're, you're still salty apparently, about No, this? I'm not salty apparently about that. Apparently the witch didn't forget, though, because she fucking put me on blast. I, no, no, that was not Mike, the intent. Mike, Mike did not. Listen, look at this thing that Mike didn't no, send to you. No, no. There was a <laughs> We were talking about Lady Voldemort, basically. And oh. I was like, do you suspect that this could be her? 
And he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. I thought Mike had told you about this. But no, that is definitely not one of her fake no. names she uses. No. Mike deleted Mike. it and forgot about it. And, and he's like, what are you talking about, Becky? And I was like, oh fuck, hold on. <laughs> Let me see if so, I can so find what, this. J- just, this is the last time I'm going to bring it up. It is um, Kimmy, if you are still a listener. Oh, is that her name? Yeah, send me another, send another email uh, because apparently you know me personally. Which kind of scares me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, first, I mean, and she first had, and last government you. name. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Like this the is child support, he ain't listen, got the money. Yeah. I said, all right, now, my man's already about to jump off the cliff. I am not sending this one. Uh, <laughs> you were in a really dark place. Delete, delete, hey, delete. Hey, hey. So I'm alright now, though. So it's alright. You are okay, all right now, like. But well, you are you are alright about two weeks after that, but it was already out of my fucking right, mind. Right, right. I'd moved on. The only reason I thought apparently about it was though the witch the no, witch no. saves fucking everything. Apparently, I was scrolling back through our chat looking for something else, and I ran across it and was like. Oh, yeah. Did we ever ask Tom if this could be Lady mm-hmm. Voldemort? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I'll have to mm-hmm. ask him. And then we did that episode. And I was like, hey. Ooh. Hey. Ooh, which. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. We, shit, we got go. less than a minute. Yeah. Uh, we love you. Uh, be nice to each other. Put your fucking cards back. Yes. And as a public service announcement, if you send anything to the witch, it may be used against you six years in the future. Have a great <laughs> Have a great week. Eat we my will. Dick. We will talk to you soon. It's rubber and tastes like silicone.